we would take these trips out to the different districts and um, really remote villages. So we'd be in uh, four-wheel drive. It was a stick shift Jeep. Um, and we would take it out into these really remote areas. So sometimes we'd be in the car for 45 minutes and you're like the roads with the potholes and being on these dirt roads, you're jumping up and down and you're, <laughs> you're bouncing left and right. And um, But you finally make it out, you know, 45 minutes out into some super remote area. I remember one particular village that we that we went to. There was a long stretch of road. It was a two-lane street. And I remember we were passing through a particular village and there was a there was tons of people on the side of the road. There was men, women, children. There was just people sort of standing around, but you got the sense that it it was irregular, that whatever was going on, there was something happening. And we'd passed through that part of town and, and went on and went to our specific village and, and you know, met with the women and then we we headed back, we came back around. And as we were came, coming back around, we pulled off to the side of the road and um, across the lanes in the background, there was a, um, a, small, a small lake. It really was a, a pond. It was kind of like a large pond in, in between a pond and a lake. And people were gathered all around it, but particularly sort of congregating on the, on the side of the road. Um, and what we were told was that this was a particular place that had this mystical significance to the locals. It was what they considered a portal. This pond, it was very shallow, maybe four, six, maximum eight feet deep. It was very, it was a small area. It was a small pond. And from time to time, they would hunt. And so they would shoot birds that would be flying or crossing through the forest behind it. And sometimes the birds would drop down. After they shot them, they'd drop down into the pond. So they'd have to go into the pond to collect the bird. Throughout the years, as it was told to us, the pond and this small lake had been a sacrificial site is what they recounted it as, meaning that someone would go into a very shallow part of the pond and somehow not find their way back out. So over the years, more than five to ten people had lost their lives going into this, going into this pond to the extent that someone would go in to retrieve their the bird that they'd shot down, they would start drowning. Someone would see them drowning, go in to help rescue and pull them out, and the second person would also drown. And this, again, is in an area, it was so shallow, it really made no sense how it would be possible that anyone could possibly drown. These are people that could swim. There was, a, it, it logically made no sense. And the particular day that we had been driving by, there had been someone else that had drowned. And I think that area was marked as a place for the locals that it now got to the point where people were too afraid, even if someone was going in to, to catch their bird, if they were drowning, that people now knew, 
not to follow anyone else in um, because it was, it had spiritual significance for them and to the extent that um, they recognized this as a place that, that spirits were collecting or receiving sacrifices, if you will. Um, and they had talked about how along the roadway, um, just across from where this pond was, um, that prior to there was a woman that was crouched down on the side of the road and there was some blankets that she was hovering over. And as it was explained to us from our driver, her infant, her toddler had been hit by a car, um, that had been coming down the side of the road. So this, this area had this significance of being this mystically tragic place um, that was marked for them in in so many ways. And it and I'll never forget the the eerie the eerie feeling that was that was sort of in on everyone's face and and sort of in the air as we passed through that place. And I'll never forget what that, what, what it looked like because I, I would, I was staring at this pond and I couldn't understand how is it possible? How is it so shallow? How is it possible that, that adult men are drowning in this, in this pond? Did you see through the pond? Uh, We didn't get, I mean, by then we were spooked too. So we didn't want to get anywhere near it. I, you know, I didn't get out to go anywhere near the, no, I, I mean, it was, you know, between the woman's child being hit on the side of the road and, and her grieving um, and then people gathering around by the pond. I, there was, you know, I have an, I have enough reverence to respect what, what was going on. And, and I don't, I don't know that I needed to put my foot in to test test anything out um but i i'd never seen i'd never seen anything like that in terms of there being something over the years that had so consistently repeated the same pattern within a community and within a small area and within a group of people and to then see um the extent to which they had they regarded that area completely different um, and how many people it brought. I mean, there was hundreds of people on the side of the road that were just standing around. And once we heard that the significance of that particular place, it's, it's, you'll never forget. You'll never forget it. Um, you just, you felt it. You, just felt you did. You felt it in the air. You felt, you felt the disposition. You felt the, you felt the shift in energy. You felt the, um, the dark, you felt the, the fear and the sadness for what this area had meant for, for that small village that surrounded it and, and not really being able to make sense of it. And maybe they, maybe they hadn't either. Maybe, um, it just, it just didn't make any sense. How, how was that possible? in a pond that was so shallow for so many people to drown over the course of five, ten years. How is that possible? It was entirely this mystical, otherworldly place. My belief is that 
the pendulum swings in both directions. So there's, with spending more time there or being in a different country, you would see something equally as magical or beautiful that, that flows in a completely different direction. Um, and I, I have no doubt that that the sensitivities and the, and the remembrance of those aspects of who we are and of humanity, um, that the attentiveness of it is, is just higher and it's recognized in, in a way overseas that it isn't here. You know, it's, it's, how do you even prepare for something like that? You know, how do you, pro- how do you process that? How do you write in your journal about that? What does that, you know, what does that mean? You heard from Suki. This piece was produced by me, S, and I also did the sound design. Um, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>